Welcome to the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. I'm your host, Claire Sieber, global career and leadership coach, facilitator, speaker, and founder of Eating Your Cake 2, a business focused on helping you take control of your career and leadership success. Right here on this podcast, you'll learn how to amplify your influence, accelerate your career growth, create a real presence and have a true impact by learning the tools and strategies that you need to show up with more courage, more confidence and more clarity. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello, wonderful human and welcome back to the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. I am your host, Blair Sieber. And it is an absolute privilege, as always, for you to take the time and listen in to the content that I bring to your ears. Now, how are you? How are you settling in to 2024? What is happening in your world? Have you had a chance to step back and really think about what it is you want to do differently this year for your career and leadership success, right? We know the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and hoping for a different result. So if that is you and you have been feeling in previous years like things are a little bit groundhog day, then my challenge to you is what will be different this year? There are always reasons to wait. I'm too busy. I'll get around to it. I just have to get through this week. I just have to get through this month. I just have to get through this project. There will always be reasons, my friend, not to take charge. But when we live like that, we are going to wake up one day, 10, 15, 20, 30 years down the road and realize that we just kept kicking the can forward instead of taking action on the things that mattered. So I really hope that you've come into this new year. Hopefully you had a bit of a break in January and you're back on deck now in Feb and you are ready to do things differently. And when I say doing things differently, you know that I don't necessarily mean just hustling more, just working harder. Yes, you need to be great at what you do, but it is the strategy behind what you do and the way you maximize, optimize, and leverage your time that is the difference between those that succeed and those that are effective leaders and those that might not be as effective. So what I really want to talk about today, and I think this is perfect timing again for most people, again, given we are stepping into the new year. Yes, I know it's mid-Feb, but for most people don't really wake up properly until the start of Feb. We've got a long year ahead, and I think this is a perfect time to talk about five things that your boss really wants you to do this year. So that is the topic I want to talk about today. Five things your boss really wants from you. Hopefully you already knew most of these. Bonus points if you're already doing them consistently. But I really invite you today to be honest with yourself, right? It's one thing to say, oh yeah, I know that, I get that. But knowing and doing are not the same thing. If I had a dollar for every workshop I have run or every presentation that I have spoken at, and I can see people going, yeah, yeah, I get that. I've heard that before. And then when I challenge them with to give me an example, give me an example of how you apply that. Give me an example of where that's worked for you with your manager. 
there are usually crickets. Because, as I said, knowing and doing are not the same thing. So if you really want to see sustained success for yourself, ask yourself honestly, how am I actually consistently doing these five things every day in the way that I show up at my job, in my career, as a leader, for my team, for my stakeholders, and even in my life, to be honest. So that is the topic for today. Before we get into that, I do want to remind you again, February is that beautiful time of year. We've started with refreshed energy. Hopefully, we've got a little bit come back in to the new year with some clarity around what we want to achieve, what is important to us. So if you are sitting there listening in, and you're ready to bring some fresh energy and some new tools and skill sets to your team and your organization, then hit me up because workshops inside organizations with high potential employees, aspiring leaders is my absolute jam. And I am ready to take 2024 high storm. So if your organization needs a bit of support, reach out. I'll pop a link in the show notes and let's talk about how I can help your organization keep its top talent and help each individual to remain as the top talent that everybody wants to collaborate with. All right, let's get back to today's episode. Five things that your boss really wants you to do this year. Now, the first one that I want to talk to is around setting clear goals and objectives for your self. Why is this important? This is important because it shows your level of proactivity. It shows your ability to connect the dots on what the organization thinks is important, right? What are its business strategic financial objectives and how do they link in to the job that you do and the value that you add to the organization? If I... The number of times I have heard somebody say, oh, well, we don't know what our objectives are, so we can't really set up, set our own goals. Okay, I get that. I've been in organizations too, where the cascading of objectives hasn't necessarily been that clear. When I talk about cascading objectives, I mean that at the very top levels, a clear strategy and vision is shared, and then each department has its clear-cut KPIs, objectives, goals. And each layer as it moves through the organization is really clear on how there's links to the next one above it. Absolutely, I get utopia. That is what would happen. But we know that it doesn't always work like that. And we know that often organizations are walking and chewing gum at the same time, meaning they're growing, they're evolving, they're changing as they're operating. So my challenge to you, and one thing that I know your manager wants, is for you not to sit back this year and just say, well, I don't know, my manager hasn't told me what my goals are. My manager hasn't told me what my objectives are, so I'm just going to sit back and wait and just see what happens. Unhelpful and not setting yourself up as a star player, as a high performer, and most importantly, as somebody who's really thinking bigger. So if you want to be seen this year as an impact player, make sure that you are setting yourself clear objectives and clear goals that you believe will help drive the organization forward, right? If you're not sure, 
if you're on the right path, that's okay as well. But because you'll still get bonus points for actually taking the time to be proactive and step back and think about what it looks like for you. You can still then present those to your manager in that in, in actual fact. And I hope you do present them to your manager and go to them and say, okay, hey, Joe, I've been really thinking this year about how, can, how I can maximize my impact in this role. Here are the priorities that I see and therefore here are the goals and objectives that I've set for myself for the next six months. I'd really love your input into these just to ensure, A, that, the, that we've set them up as smart goals, right? And B, to make sure that we're really aligned on what it is that we want to achieve. If I was your manager and I was listening to that, ah, I would be very, very impressed at this person's proactivity and the way they're thinking about how do we drive business outcomes that are important and how do we add value. So, that is the first tip that I want to give you today around five things that your boss really wants you to do this year. So, practical step for you from this one is one, step back, look at the landscape, look at what you think the priorities are for your department, for the organization, even if you don't know, try to work them out for yourself. And then I want you to go and create a roadmap for yourself, for your team, for the next six months. And then I want you to take that to your manager and say, here's what I see, here's why, here's what I'm going to be doing to move forward with these goals. I'd love some input from you to make sure we are aligned. Okay, so that is number one. Number two on my list today of things that your boss really wants you to do this year is that they please, 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 please want you to be an impact player and they want you to show initiative and real problem-solving skills. So, this piggybacks a little bit from the first one in that it is about how do you show up for yourself, right? In the absence of information, in the absence of not being told what to do, right? How do you work it out, right? The difference that I see in terms of employees that get the opportunities, they get the promotions, they get the pay rises, they get basically whatever it is that they want to achieve in their careers are the ones that even when they didn't have all the information, when there were gaps, when there were things missing, they went out themselves and they got answers. They didn't throw their hands up in the air and say, well, nobody told me so I couldn't do it, right? They don't cross their arms and just wait for all of the answers or worse yet, forward it on to their manager and just say, what do we do? They are proactive enough and they use their initiative to solve problems and then better yet, they close the loop with their team, with their manager by saying something along the lines of, here's what we identified, here's a gap, here's an issue we're dealing with at the moment. I know you're really busy, so we haven't wanted to lump this on you. I do want to keep you in the loop though. Here's the issue. Here's what we've done to solve it. Here's what we're doing going forward to try to ensure that it doesn't happen again. Keeping you in the loop in case you get any questions from your managers as well, right? If, again, if I was on the receiving end of that, as your manager, I would be like, hell yes, this person gets it, right? So, really think this year about how can you showcase yourself as an impact player? How can you show initiative? How can you showcase your ability 
to problem solve. I know that you are busy, right? I don't question that for most of us. We are busy. But if you think you're busy, I want you to almost 10x it for your manager because more often than not, they have got a full-time role as well of doing as well as all of the elements that go with managing a team. So, how can you anticipate their needs? How can you anticipate what is on their mind? How can you anticipate what might be getting in their way and what are some things that you might be able to take off their plate, not add to their plate by saying things like, oh, what do we do? Even though you you haven't yet taken the time to try to work it out for yourself. Now, what I'm not saying here is that you don't ever go to your manager when there's a challenge or an issue you don't know how to solve. I'm not saying that you hide issues, but what I'm saying is that you make sure when you do go to them with problems, with challenges, that you're also going with recommendations, right? You're not just forwarding on an email and saying, help. You might be forwarding it on saying, here's a summary of what's happened so that you don't have to scroll back through pages and pages of email notes. Here's a snapshot. Here's where we're at. Here's what I've done. Here's what I'm recommending as a next step. Anything to add, right? That is still accepting, acknowledging that maybe you don't have all the answers, but you damn well tried to work it out. So that, my friends, is something that your manager desperately, desperately wants you to do this year is please, 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 please be an impact player. Use your initiative, anticipate your manager's needs regularly. Think about what is important to them right now and how can I support them to achieve that. Hi there, and thanks for letting me interrupt this podcast episode. I just wanted to remind you that a new year means a whole new opportunity to set yourself up for success in your career and leadership. If you've been on the fence about our Transform Your Career program, now is the time to get on board because for the month of January and Feb, we are offering a free one-on-one coaching session with me when you purchase our base program. So don't delay. Now, let's get back to the episode. So that is tip number two. Now, practical step as well that you can do here to help yourself, particularly during the year as things like performance conversations happen, is keep track of all of this stuff, right? Again, we're busy. It's really hard to look back on in six months' time and think about, what did I do in the last six months that's really had an impact? So, keep a logbook, keep a journal, excuse me, keep a journal, keep notes, whatever it is, so that you actually are able to go back and look at all of the instances where perhaps you identified a problem, You've implemented a solution and you're able to measure the positive impact or the results from doing. That is really going to to enable you moving forward to continue to communicate the ways that you've been able to have impact that you want to be able to have. So that is number two on my list today of things that your boss really wants you to do this year. All right, number three. But number three, I have, again, this word proactivity is coming up again. All right, key theme today, people, proactivity, initiative, drive. Interestingly enough, all skills that in the World Economic Forum's list of top skills to help you remain future-proof are there, right? Motivation. How do I actually continue 
to use my motivation to solve problems, to find outcomes, to proactively drive change. So tip number three, again, proactively, right? Your boss this year, they want you to proactively focus on upskilling yourself, but with a future-proof lens. Now, what do I mean by that, right? We know, as I've said many times on this podcast, we know that the world is not going to slow down. We know that it is going to continue to move at a rapid, rapid pace. So therefore, it is incumbent on you to make sure that you make the time to step back and look at, well, what is changing in my job? What is changing in my career pathway, right? Look up, look around you. What are the key trends? What are the key themes? What are the key skills that you need to make sure that you're upskilling yourself in in order to stay relevant? Or better yet, not even just relevant, but actually ahead of the curve. So one thing your manager really, really wants you to do this year is to actually go yourself and identify two or three micro-skilling areas that you see as being really, really important for your role, and then they want you to go and take action on upskilling yourself in those areas. They also really want you to then loop back in with them and with your wider team around what it is you're learning, right? What are you learning from this up from upskilling? And what knowledge, right, have you been able to apply and bring back into your role, into your team? And what results are you seeing from that? So please don't sit back this year and wait for your manager to tell you what training or development that they think that you need. Please also don't sit back and think that the only way that you can learn is by going and doing another university degree or a multi-month course, right? There are so many ways that you can upskill yourself and that you can learn by just being a self-driven learner, by getting online, right? Research, look up. Well, for your industry, what is the World Economic Forum saying that are the key requirements of your role? How do you then go about upskilling yourself in that? If you don't know what AI is and the impact that it's having on your role, go and do some research. Go and find out, right? So really, when I talk about proactively looking at the ways to upskill yourself, please remember that there are many, many ways beyond just formal courses and programs. Uh, Are formal courses and programs fabulous? Of course they are. And they have a platform too and they are important, but they're not the only way to learn. So that is number three this year, that of one of the five things I'm teaching today that your manager really, really wants you to do. They want you again to take a proactive approach to learning and upskilling yourself. And most importantly, they want you to close the loop with them around what is it Why is it important? What are you learning? And how are you bringing that back to help drive outcomes for you, your team, and your organization? All right. Number four on our list today of things that your boss really wants you to do this year is to communicate the way that your receiver needs to hear it, not how you like to say it. I'm going to say that again because this is a really interesting one. Your boss really, really wants you 
to communicate in a way that your receiver needs to hear it, not in the way that you like to say it. This is actually quite a hard one to get a handle on and it requires consistent effort and consistently reminding yourself and asking yourself that question around what does my listener need to hear? What does my audience need to hear from me? What does my stakeholders care about here? How do they want to receive this information? Not how do I want to say this information? But for most of us, when we communicate, we do this in autopilot, right? We write our emails, we you know, create our presentations, we do our speeches, we get up in front of you know, a group at a meeting, whether it's one person, 10, 20, 100, and we, we talk about things from the way of which we see the world. We communicate information, data, knowledge in a way that we like to share it, which is usually based on the way we like to receive it. But we don't think about how do I need to position this information that I need to communicate in the way my audience needs to hear it. So I really want you to think about that this year. And I particularly want you to think about it for your boss, for your manager. I want you to go into all of your communications with them, thinking about and asking these questions of what is important to them right now. What deadlines are they facing, right? What pushback might they be navigating right now? And what do they need from you in order to help them be able to achieve what they need to achieve? And so that might mean, as an example, hint, hint, right? When you are communicating with your manager, it won't be about communicating an essay length email to them, telling them everything on your to-do list at the moment, right? That might be the way that you feel good about communicating, right? Because it's helping you get all of the stuff out of your brain into an email and you feel really good because you feel really productive. Look at all of these things that I'm doing, manager. Hey, like, please pat me on the back, right? That's probably not, though, how they need to receive the information about what you're doing. Probably how they need to receive the information about what you're doing is in outputs and outcomes. So instead of just saying, hey, boss, I'm working really hard this week. Team and I have been able to do X, Y, and Z and just giving me a a list of tasks that you crossed off your to-do list. They would far prefer you instead to talk about, well, what is the result of that hard work, right? What is the output? What is the outcome for the organization? What does all this hard work mean for our team in terms of how is it enabling us to meet our deliverables, our KPIs, the goals, right? Refer back to point number one. How does your hard work link back to those objectives and how do they tie into what the organization cares about at the moment? So that is tip number four today, my friends. I really want you, your boss really wants you to think about this year, how are you communicating with them and how are you communicating with your stakeholders? Again, It is from the lens of which your stakeholders need to hear it. What is important to them? How do you anticipate their needs? And then communicate that in a way that is helpful. Right. So if you're unclear on what that means and what that looks like, please feel free to reach out and I'm happy to have a conversation with you. Okay. Number five today on the list 
of five things that your boss really wants you to do this year. The number five, I have said they want you to be an amplifier through solid collaboration with others. They want you to find ways, more effective ways to achieve business outcomes and not operate in silos. If I had a dollar for every organization that I've walked into where knowledge is hoarded, it's not shared, where people are operating and they're They are wasting time, money, resources by not communicating, not collaborating because they just think, oh, well, they'll work it out for themselves. It is such a wasted opportunity and your manager sees it. They know it and they want you to be the person who is the amplifier, right, who brings people together to solve business outcomes. They want you this year Just be someone who gets it, right? So be that person who is able to amplify success. Be that person who is able to go, do you know what? We don't know this information, but I reckon if we went and we spoke to finance or we spoke to marketing, they've probably done something similar before. So let's see what we can learn from them, right? Or perhaps you're having a conversation with a department about a challenge that they're facing, Think about the ways of which you can support them. You can help them achieve the outcomes that they need, right? Because when we all are able to collaborate, communicate effectively, share information, we achieve outcomes so much quicker. And that is what your boss wants from you this year. I don't want you to hide behind your computer screen and share or send these passive-aggressive emails, right, to other people in other departments about, you know, please refer to previous email, right, all of these things that we say and do instead of getting up and out of our chair and having a human-to-human conversation with somebody to understand what are their challenges, what do they need from us, what do I need from them, and how can we together collaborate to solve problems. So your manager doesn't want to hear from you this year. Oh, I don't know. I haven't heard back from them. They aren't giving me the access to the folder that I need. They want you to be an amplifier and find ways through your relationships to achieve business out. So that is number five today, my friends, of the things that your boss wants you to do this year. Really practical step that you can take here is to also recognize, right? We Social proof helps drive the, the kind of behavior that we want to see. So a really good practical step that you can take this year as well is to make a concerted effort to recognize and appreciate the contributions of either your immediate teammates or your colleagues and your peers in other departments during meetings, through team catch-ups, through different communication channels, whatever it is, right? Use the opportunities wherever you can to recognize when collaboration has led to success stories. Because the more we talk about that, the more you communicate that, the more you lift others, the better outcomes we will get overall. So really step back and find ways yourself this year to be that person who lifts others. Because that is what your boss wants to see more of and that demonstrates committed leadership. So let me recap quickly on the top five things that your boss really wants from you this year. Number one is to set 
clear goals and objectives for yourself. Number two is that they want you to be an impact player. They want you to show initiative and real problem-solving skills. Remember, problem-solving skills doesn't mean you have to have the answers, but you are prepared to go and find them. Number three is that they want you to proactively focus on upskilling yourself, but from a future-proof lens. So they want you to be looking up, looking around you, anticipating, right? What are the trends? How are things changing in your area? And what do you need to do to remain ahead of the curve? They want you to communicate in a way that your receiver needs to hear information, not in the way that you like to say it. So again, they want you to anticipate the needs of them and your other stakeholders as well to get to better outcomes quicker. And lastly, they really, really want you to be an amplifier through solid collaboration with others in your team and your peers and colleagues across the organization. So there you have it. Those are five e-focus areas for you this year that if you really want 2024 to be the year that you have a serious impact, that you go out and you get those opportunities, you get the promotion, you get whatever it is that is important to you and your definition of career success, that if you commit to consistently these five key things that I have shared with you today, you will be amazed at the opportunities that will come your way. That is it from me today, my friends. I do want to remind you one more time that if you would like me to bring this knowledge into your organization and share with your teams, how can they lead themselves effectively? How can they be impact players? And how can we collaborate effectively to get better business outcomes? Then reach out to me and let's have a conversation together. If you're listening in as well and you are an individual who's thinking, you know what, this is the year that I am going to get my shit together, then I want you to book in a free 20-minute call with me and let's talk about some of the things that you can do to get what you want this year. Have a beautiful rest of your day or evening, whatever time it is that you're listening in, and I cannot wait to be back in your ears again very, very soon. 